Good morning. Before going to the scripture today, I want to just uh, highlight a few things. First of which, as Gabe has mentioned, today is World Communion Sunday. One of my favorite Sundays in our liturgical calendar. The primary reason it's one of my favorite is that I know today, beyond any other Sunday of a Christian calendar, today all throughout the world, people will be receiving the body and the bread of Christ. They will be renewing their faith through reenacting the passion, the sacrifice, receiving the elements, that portion of the sacrament that is literally food for our spiritual journey. Today we catch a larger glimpse. It's not just here in this location or not just our denomination, but all around the world today, people will be enjoying table fellowship because it's World Communion Sunday and how precious this gift is. The second thing I want to mention to you is homecoming next Sunday. I want you to be intentional this week about praying for homecoming. And I want you to pray for individuals that you could ask to come and join us during our worship and our celebration. Homecoming is always a great time to bring new people into the church because we tend to put on our very best at homecoming. And you know there's going to be a meal. You can invite them to church and to, to have lunch with us. And it's a wonderful time of faithful celebration and fellowship. You know, table fellowship is something so important in today's society. It's something we all need. It's amazing how Jesus gathered his followers at a table and how he would sit, not just with the disciples, but with sinners. He would sit with the least and the lost. He would sit with those on the fringes of acceptable society during his day, and he's still doing it today. I want to mention that to you because that's where our scripture starts out this morning. It starts out saying that he eats with sinners. The Pharisees, church leaders, they've been judging whom Jesus has chosen to spend his time with, whom he has chosen to eat with. Because in that culture, if you invited somebody to your table, it meant that you put them on equal footing with yourself. You see, we're all equal at our Lord's table. The ground at the base of the cross is flat and even and is open to all. I know. I know because I know humanity. And I guarantee you somewhere around the world today, I guarantee you somebody's going to come and see communion and there's going to be somebody in the gathered community that's probably going to say, I can't believe they're receiving or I can't believe they think they're worthy. I want to push back on that because if it was 
based upon our worth, none of us are worthy. On our own merit, none of us are worthy. But because of Jesus Christ, He makes us worthy in all of humanity with Him. So let's turn our attention now to the Word of God and let us hear from the Gospel according to Luke, beginning in chapter 15. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near and listening to Him. And the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. Which one of you, having a hundred sheep, loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he finds it, he lays it on his shoulder and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be much joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than the 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. And this is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. I've got to be honest with you. These yellow cards, these yellow cards mean so much. We read and share the common prayers, those that we have permission to share and put out in the community, but every now and then, or every Sunday now and then, we'll receive one that says confidential. Do you know what happens to the ones that are confidential? They go into my wallet. I've got a whole stack of them. And every time I open my wallet, I see them there, and periodically I pull them out and I pray over them. Every single one since the day I first got in this community, I still have. And I pray over them. This week I was blessed to do some visiting in homes and blessed to have some phone conversations. And one of the things that i become more and more apparent of is we are a blessed people here at Garris Chapel. But we are also a people like the rest of the world that are dealing with life's difficult situations. We are a people that come together in faith that celebrate our Lord and Savior and the sacrifice in which He has made for us. But at the same time, we still walk a tough path. Many of us here gathered today are dealing with health issues or loved ones that have severe health issues. A couple of us here today have received pink notices that their 
employment will be changing. Many of us here today have got a loved one that has gone wayward. You see, I highlight these things because I want us all to recognize that there's sometimes and some circumstances in life that can cause us to feel distant from God, that can cause us to even believe at times God's not present. But that's not true. I love the verse in Romans says, draw near to God and God will draw near to you. You see, sometimes we choose to be a lost sheep of the fold. Sometimes there are circumstances in life that weigh us down and that can become obstacles that drag us away from the fellowship and the serenity of being part of the fold. Sometimes, sometimes we're so heavy burdened that we forget that we have a Savior that is constantly, constantly, always searching for the lost. Sometimes we are that lost sheep. You see, one of the things I love about this parable so much is it tells us that Jesus is searching for us for he calls himself the good shepherd and he says that the sheep of his fold recognize his voice and come unto him. But sometimes... Just sometimes our world is so loud and in the midst of living, the pressures are so great that it drowns out the voice that we need and long to hear each and every day. But celebrate, folks. Celebrate in this parable. Jesus says, I go, I leave the 99 in search of my lost sheep. Do you get that? Do you get, let, me just, let me just draw this to your attention here for a moment. The sheep he's looking for was already in his fold. Jesus had already claimed that lost sheep, had he not? He's not looking for some strange lost sheep that he'd never encountered before. No, he is looking for one of his own. And he says, I will search high, I will search low. There is no mountain too great, no valley too low, no matter where you are. We're always in the midst of God. And if we will hear our shepherd's voice, he will save us. Recognize the imagery in this parable. He not only saves that lost sheep, he puts it upon his own back just as he buried the weight of the cross on his own back so that we would not have to. He is the shepherd that gives his life for his sheep. 
He is the shepherd that feeds and tends the flock. He is the one that is constantly seeking to reunite his flock. Have you ever talked to a shepherd before? I want to tell you something about a shepherd or something a shepherd shared with me. He loved his flock. But he said, you know, these are pretty helpless animals. You see, they're not too terribly bright. Sheep aren't bright. They're just not. And they really are helpless. They have no mechanism of defense whatsoever. That's not a big surpriser. But what was a big surpriser for me, he said, do you know if sheep do not feel safe and secure, they will not eat or drink? If they feel unsecure, they will not even allow themselves to be nourished because they are fearful animals with no defense. But you see, that's why it's so critical that we recognize that we have a shepherd. Think, if you will, of the 23rd Psalm of David's Psalm. Think of the promises and the assurances that we have as Christians. If we claim Christ as our Savior, we can say, like David did, You are my shepherd. You watch over me. You preserve me. You give me green glass to lie in. You give me fresh water to drink. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you are with me. And my very favorite part of that beautiful Psalm of David's is the ending. And surely I am with you all the days of my life. I know the world is heavy. The burdens are heavy. But we have a shepherd who is seeking to reunite us into his eternal flock. Not only for today, but for all days. He has given of himself so that we may receive eternal security and promises not only of the holy saints and the recognition that we will be restored, but I'm saying to you folks today, like you are a lost sheep. If the world and the problems of the world have made you feel removed from your Savior, recognize that He's still searching for you. And for me, as we come to the table this morning to celebrate and to fellowship, God is with us. And he is saying, once again, come, let me put you on my back. Let me care for you. Let me watch over you and preserve you. Let me bless you and direct your paths. 
Today, if you feel like a lost sheep in your heart or in your mind, don't hesitate after receiving communion today to kneel at this communion rail and just identify to yourself and to Jesus once again that you have felt lost and you want to feel found. You've been distant and you're ready to come home. Today's message is for everyone from the greatest to the least among us. Wherever we find ourselves today, know that you have a loving God that longs, and I mean longs, folks, to have an intimate relationship with each and every one of us. We do not have to bear the burdens of this world. We have been set free according to Scripture. He has given us His peace that surpasses all understanding. And where we are weak, He is strong. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.